Today's episode of The Tub is sponsored by Eitner Education. Since 2005, Eitner EDU has been providing meaningful, effective, affordable, and fun professional development geared towards central office, administrators, superintendents, and boards of education. More information can be found at www.eitnereducation.com. Hello and welcome to the tub. Long time, huh? Definitely feels that way for me. That's because I think it is a long time. I don't think I've done this since around like May, maybe even earlier. It's been absolutely crazy for me. Uh, crazy in a good way. Crazy because I've been so busy with Eitner EDU. Been so busy kind of traveling the country. Been so busy stirring the pot. And yes, I've been so busy doing what I love best. And that's helping everyone move onward. So my apologies for not joining you in so long. I'm going to be trying something new on this episode. I'm actually uh, trying something that I learned over the summer. Uh, one of the places that I provided some PD was out in California, uh, up at Q, and I learned about Anchor, the uh, podcasting platform that I've seen uh, some third graders utilize. So I said, well, if they could do it, hopefully I can, and hopefully this will get published in some way, shape, or form where you're actually listening to this. And um, if that's the case, awesome. And if not, well, I got some homework to do. Anyway, um, I'm also going to be recording in a totally different place. I'm actually going to be recording um, in between flights. So I'm going to actually use my time productively in the Delta Sky Lounge instead of just sitting around and watching uh, news clips all day and grazing upon all of the food that would uh, be in here. So that being said, if you hear a little bit of chatter or if you hear some uh, rustling of china or silverware, that would be the Sky Lounge. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. So as I said, it was, uh, it was a crazy summer for me. Um, for those that follow uh, me and see my adventures, uh, I've been all over the place this summer. Um, some good things, some not so much, uh, but always with the intent of trying to do what's best for our learners. And I'll be the first to admit, uh, I had a crazy opportunity this summer to go out to North Dakota, in which I did. Um, Jeff Thake, superintendent of the Williston School District Number 1, he's a rock star. He's one of my top educational idols. He's a great dude. Uh, we met about five years ago in the AASA Digital Consortium. We've crisscrossed the whole country together. Uh, we often finished each other's sentences way back in the day. Uh, when that opportunity came up, I said, you know what? Why not? And I applied and was flown out and had the opportunity to interview and got to see uh, one of the most rural parts of the country that I've ever been exposed to. Uh, really cool. About an hour east of Montana, uh, about 90 minutes south of Canada. You would think it's uh, flat. It is. You would think there would be nothing to do. That's to be debated. I thought that there was plenty of stuff to do. But uh, the way it turned things out, I ended up not getting a license in North Dakota. And I'll be the first to admit, uh, it was a surprise to me. I think it was a surprise to a lot of people. But uh, to walk through the whole process of, as to why I didn't get a license, I'm going to keep it short and simple. Three reasons I didn't get a license. First reason, I wasn't a resident of North Dakota for 31 days. 
that could have been waived, but we'll get to that in a second. The second reason, uh, I checked the wrong box on my application. I know that sounds foolish, but in North Dakota, there are two steps. The first step is you have to ascertain your educator's license, and then you get an administrative endorsement. So on the educator's license, there was a question asking, have you ever been involved in lawsuits? And I checked, no. You know, as a teacher, I was never involved in a lawsuit. As an administrator, um, superintendents in New Jersey, newsflash, we're sued like every other week. It's part of the job. And, uh, you know, one of the things uh, in your most contracts that I've ever seen is you're representing the school district uh, in every way, shape, or form. So that being said, uh, you know, I was probably listed in, oh, I don't know, 17 or 18, which is fairly low in New Jersey. Sounds crazy, but again, it is what it is. You know, everything from special education law all the way down to uh, contract disputes just happens. Um, I checked the wrong box. And that brought up some serious debate. And then the third one, well, I guess the third one I brought upon myself. A week before my license was uh, going to be reviewed, I ended up going to a conference uh, with my boss in the capital, in Bismarck. And at the conference, I ended up meeting a bunch of state officials who uh, I partook in a very spirited conversation about guns in schools. One of the rules in North Dakota is after 366 days, not 365, but 366, you are allowed to uh, possess a weapon, concealed, no questions asked. And I think the only th people that can't are convicted felons. But other than that, have at it. I personally felt that that is a very, um, it's a very challenging rule. I didn't... I'm not saying, you know, the Second Amendment doesn't need to exist or I wasn't looking to partake in that conversation. Uh, I'm fully cognizant of what the Second Amendment is. I am a firm believer of defending yourself in your own home. Uh, however, in today's times, in 2018, I also believe that teachers are, go to school and know how to teach. That's what they're trained to do. Police go to school and they learn how to police and they're trained to do. I don't really like seeing the two kind of cross paths and the thought of a kindergarten teacher or a middle school teacher or a high school teacher or an administrator or an assistant superintendent or a board of education member carrying a weapon in any school let alone at public functions, school games, etc. Uh, I, I did not agree with that philosophy, nor will I ever agree with that philosophy. And I said, uh, I guess to the uh, disadvantage of my application, I said, you know, there's no way I would ever enforce such a law. And if it requires me to, you know, relinquish my license, I would be more than eager to do so. I'm a firm believer of it. I just don't think guns in school really mix. And uh, that's not going to change. And that comes from someone who served on the job for 13 years as a special. I trained with it. I know how a gun works. I'm fully cognizant of the uh, requirements of what a weapon has and everything from safety all the way down to maintenance and protection. Uh, I saw it as a complete pain. And I think a lot of other people around me do. If... Uh, 
where I was working, if it was remote and rural, I'd totally understand it. Uh, Williston is far from being remote and rural. It at one point was the third hottest real estate market in the United States. It is an oil town, which has exploded since 2010. Um, the graduating class last year was 278. The incoming class, there were numbers circulating at a possible 1,100. Uh, and and for you know people looking into space and setting up schools and making sure that everyone goes to school, that is a logistical nightmare. The number of people um, and the number of students and the number of teachers and everything else in between, um, you know, some of us have heard the phrase art on a cart. Uh, multiply that by like 50 because that's what it was. So all that being said, uh, and couple that with, again, people who don't like me, um, they made it very clear that they were going to contact everyone and anyone, and they did. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about them a little bit later, but holy cow, they went on the Blitz. And before you know it, between the number of people that went on the Blitz and the people that I aggravated on the state level, guess who didn't get a license? This guy right here. And you know what? That's okay. It was a wonderful learning experience. Um, I'm very, very you know, uh, heartbroken for my boss, Jeff. Again, I, I really thought we'd be able to work some crazy magic out there, but learning experience for all of us and uh, onward we go. So yeah, I mentioned it uh, just a few minimum moments ago here on the podcast, uh, newsflash, people don't like me. Wow, right? You would think, Jay Eitner, not liked. <laughs> I laugh because uh, I take great pride in the fact that I am loved and I am loathed, and I wouldn't have it any other way. And I wouldn't have it any other way because it shows that I'm effective at what I do. If everyone really liked who a superintendent was, I'm pretty sure nothing's going to change. Um, it's a job that is controversial. It's a job that is political. It is a job that uh, requires an incredibly thick skin, and it's a job that, you know, uh, some of us are really good at doing and some of us are not. Uh, I think I'm very good at what I do. I'm very proud of what I've done, and uh, one of the things that I will go to the grave with is uh, once a superintendent is always a superintendent, and no matter, you know, what position I have now or where I'm going to be or, you know, whatever, um, I did it. And one of the cool things about it is, you know, I could prove my success because I got the data to back it up. So some other fun things. Let's talk about these trolls for a minute. Um, I think in today's day and age where anyone can create any name and claim to be from anywhere and say essentially whatever they want... Uh, there's, there's two sides to all of this. One, I really feel, hey, it's your First Amendment and say whatever you want. I mean, I think that's really cool. But I think there are some parameters to that. I mean, we all know you can't scream fire in a movie theater. We all know that you can't necessarily use profane language um, towards certain people and in certain places. And one of the things where I think a line is starting to get crossed is... Uh, People just dogging, dogging people online. 
I mean, I get it. Some people encourage the behavior. Some people ask for it. Um, some people don't. And I'll be the first to tell you, um, I am fully aware of the people that don't like me. And I'm also aware that these people are willing to do anything to make sure that um, I will never, ever work again anywhere, which is, I don't know, a little bit sad. You'd think I took their firstborn or, you know, fired them. Well, maybe I did. Actually, I did. One of them anyway. Uh, but, you know, you'd think I'd, I'd do something that, that had a complete uh, effect on their life. You know, I, I don't know if it was a, a, a really crummy observation I gave you or maybe I just exposed you for what you were and that's ineffective. Or maybe I just said, hey, look, you know, you need to step it up. I'm blunt like that. And some people don't like that. And I don't really care. It is getting to a point, though, where some people say, Jay, how, how do you live with this? How do you, you know, function? And I just look at them and I, I, I have to laugh because, look, I mean, you're wasting so much time and talent and energy into hiding behind a screen and trying to take jabs and just your obsession with me. It's not even like a little jab every now and then. I mean, obsession, some of these people, like anything I do online, they're right there or anyone that I follow or anyone that follows me. I mean, it's kind of crazy. I feel, I genuinely do feel bad for these people. Um, but they are going to, again, come to a head. And the end of the line is, uh, it's coming. And they're probably not going to like what's going to happen. But until then, you want to keep on bringing it. Bring it on. What else do I have to talk about right now? Well, there is a, uh, an interesting piece. I've actually uh, had to say no to a position. Who would have thought? Here in Jersey, uh, looking to uh, obviously be a little bit closer to home instead of travel around so much. And in doing so, I applied for a superintendency. Um, had a dynamite interview. We sat for almost two and a half to three hours going over everything from uh, the influx of state funds and or the lack of state funds that'll be coming into school districts all the way down to how to come together and work with parents and boost morale. Had a wonderful, wonderful interview. Got notified the next day that I was indeed the candidate. And one of the things that I really take pride in is that if, if I'm going to be your candidate, I'm getting to work from the moment you let me know. And I did. You know, started some social media, got all of my, quote, ducks in a row, um, I have a quote-unquote playbook that I use in every district. I have certain tools, I have certain programs, and I have certain people uh, that I tap because uh, great superintendents, you know, we have the playbook and we use what works. And if it doesn't work, we, you know, try other things, of course, but we know who to go to and when and where. So those things started coming to fruition. Um, but typically, those things are done very quietly. And I try to be as quiet as I can. But again, uh, some people, you know, who, who stalk my every click online or people who, who send anything to me, uh, 
they kind of put one and one together and they figured out rather quickly that something was about to happen. Uh, they went on the blitz full speed, um, still met with parents and still met with some stakeholders and met with some teachers and even some students. Um, and as that progressed, uh, while we are negotiating a contract, one of the things that occurred was looking at my calendar and when the, the board wanted me to start. And the board wanted me to start on a certain day, and it turns out I could have started on that certain day. But then next month in October, I'd be missing about 18 school days uh, due to prior commitments with Eitner EDU. Uh, and there's other New Jersey requirements. Uh, New Jersey Principals Conference down the shore. Yes, it's Jersey. It's down the shore. Um, there's also a, the four-day conference of New Jersey school boards, and that's school boards, superintendents, BAs, um, all the movers and shakers in one spot for four days, getting a lot of work done. But regardless, it's time out of district, and in a district that so desperately needs someone there to start building, uh, mending fences, if you will, and building bridges, or use whatever analogy you want to use. It just wasn't a good fit at the time. And uh, it was painful. It was uh, kind of awkward to go to people and say, hey, I was the guy, but now I'm not the guy. That, that hurts, um, no doubt. And I know it definitely upset some of those board members, and I did my best to apologize to them. And, you know, hopefully at some point... Uh, if it's not this year at school boards, maybe we'll, we'll cross paths again when the stars align. And hey, it happens. But that being said, uh, it's been awesome traveling the country. It's been awesome meeting so many different boards. It's been really cool collaborating with superintendents and it's been really neat to go around with district administrators and see everything that they're doing. And again, the biggest challenge that we have right now in education is that, you know, things are changing at such a rapid pace. Change has always been. Technology will always be. That's not the issue. Uh, the issue right now for so many is, you know, once I learn how to use this app or once I learn how to use, you know, how to once I learn how to use a certain program or once, you know, the district uh, adopts this and then all of a sudden, you know, a year later or two years later, once you actually have it down and you know what's going on, uh, they completely switch gears. That's frustrating. Um, I've been subjected to that as a teacher and an administrator. Um, I, I certainly can walk that walk. Um, it uh, breaks a little bit of morale because the logic is, well, why am I going to sit there and try to learn this when in fact, you know, it's only going to be changed X amount of months later, despite all the promises that it won't be changed, it will you have a lot of those, those challenges that are going to be facing on a daily basis. And it's been really cool to help central office administrators, superintendents, and boards of education navigate uh, these changes. And cheap plug, Eitner EDU is available for you as well. Rates only start at uh, 8500 a day. Title 2A accepted. Except Jersey. Uh-uh. And the reason I say, uh-uh, is because I don't do any engagements in New Jersey. And uh, I feel it's an ethical obligation if I'm going to consult in a district. I, and eventually I would uh, serve as a superintendent in that district. I think it would be uh, a little 
shady to say the least, and I certainly wouldn't want people uh, trying to correlate or corroborate that, you know, hey, he served, uh, he did a bunch of PD there, therefore he's going to be the next superintendent. That's not cool. Um, never want that to occur. So that's why I don't. So that all being said, uh, I don't even know if this is really a podcast or a rant or, I don't know, just Eitner talking out of his mind. I guess it's a combination of all that. Um, This is what happens when you hang out in the Sky Lounge a little bit too much. (laughs) But it's, uh, well, we're going to, I guess we're going to see how this uh, platform works. Um, I'm eager to see if Anchor uh, publishes the way that I've uh, published before in the past and Always eager to hear your feedback. Um, haters too. I love you guys. It always uh, gives me a little bit of fire in the belly. But until next time, um, which I hopefully will be sooner than later, I wish all of you well. I wish you great things in education. And as I always say in education, onward. <laughs>